Welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast by Focus on the Family Singapore. Family life can be crazy and chaotic, so join us as we figure it out together. Hello and welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast. My name is Aaron Ng and I'm your host for this episode. In each episode of the Parent Ed Podcast, we'll be tackling questions that parents are asking about family life, parenting, marriage, work life, and much, much more. We'll be speaking with everyday parents and practitioners as they share with us their experience and practical ideas. We hope that you'll keep tuning in to learn with us and to grow personally in your journey as parents. For every parent, as our kids grow up, we watch on with a mixture of anticipation, awe, and sometimes fear. What if they make the wrong choices? Are they making friends in school? Even possibly, oh no, who on earth is he or she dating? Since who your child dates and ends up marrying will directly affect their lives, how do you help them set up to be able to have healthy and successful relationships? Joining us for today's session is Percy Lowe, the Partnerships Manager for FamChamps, a youth movement to raise family champions empowering youths to build strong and healthy family relationships. Welcome, Percy, to the Parent Ad Podcast. Hello, Aaron, and hello to everyone who's tuning in. I'm Percy, Partnership Manager of FamChamps. FamChamps is a youth movement to raise family champions, empowering youths to believe, live out, and champions family. Thank you, Percy, for joining us. You know, can you share with us a little bit about yourself? Like, you know, uh, how long have you been married and how many children do you have? I'm married to Liu and this year we celebrated our 25th anniversary. I have three girls, 18, 20 and 23. They're all in tertiary education. Wow, congratulations on your milestone anniversary, 25 years. So Percy, you know, you, uh, you know, we were chatting before the show and you were talking about how your daughters have different personalities and even yourself and, and your husband, have, you have different personalities. How do you make family life work with so many differences? That's right. Uh, in my family of five, um, all the girls have different personalities, including my husband and myself. So I'm the extrovert. I enjoy hanging out with people, meeting up with people and having conversations where my husband um, it's more of an introvert. Uh, he enjoys quiet surrounding, but he's always uh, ready, you know, to lend a listening ear to those who need it. Lah. So he is the more of a listening uh, and I'm the talking ones. So in our family, um, we navigate this by building intentional family bonding activities together, um, allowing um, the girls with different personality, different love languages to plan activities, something that will suit them, something that will uh, help them to um, yeah, enjoy family time together. You know, it seems that every person in the family is valued and that there's uh, healthy relationships between uh, parents and, and children and even among their siblings. Uh, research has also shown us that the strength of the family unit and how positive relationships are modelled really affects the, their child uh, positively and that's how they do life and how they even work out their future relationships. Um, Percy, can you share with us more about how you know your husband and yourself are intentional? Besides having them to set uh, events and things like that, did your family of you know of origin affect uh, the way you parent? For me, my parents were divorced when young, um, so I don't really experience much of a uh, family relationship, um, spending time together, having a regular meals. 
And that's really influenced how, um, when I start my own family, we, my husband and I, we discussed that having family traditions, having family conversations together, building positive memories are something that we want to inculcate in our, in our daughters. So that's where uh, we were very intentional when they were young. We have our regular dinners with my in-laws, grandparents, make sure that the girls learn to speak their language, you know, uh, to just express love. Um, we also um, do celebrate fest festivals uh, together, uh, putting up Christmas tree, uh, hanging, uh, like now it's Chinese New Year, so spring cleaning is a tradition that we keep. Yeah, now that your girls you mentioned are teenagers and young adults, do the conversations somehow change and, and you know, you, do you start talking to them about relationships, about how they view dating or even the potential uh, person to marry? Oh yes, we do have uh, such conversations at home and in fact, uh, lots of it sometimes they're like, Mom, stop it! Um, you are just talking about it all the time. But I told them that um, marriage, family relationship is very important. It's something that your parents value. And therefore, that should be a topic that we should always have conversations on. So having such conversation actually begins uh, much younger when they are children. Um, of course, you know, when they're younger, we, uh, we have age-appropriate conversations. So we don't ask, do you like the boys, do you like the girls? But we, talk, we ask them questions like, what do you look for in a best friend? Um, this is especially important because um, when we talk about relationship, the foundation to us is always friendship. Mm. So we ask them, so we have conversations uh, about them. What do you look for in a best friend? Um, what would you like to do so that um, you can strengthen this friendship? Uh, helping them to navigate as a young person, uh, treasuring friendships, uh, be the person that they can uh, be uh, to be a good friend. So it's age-appropriate conversation, so we start talking about friends first. Mm. Every child and, and parent is different, and, and at, at what age do you allow your children to date? Oh, we have conversations about that. Um, there were a lot of numbers throughout at home as well. Um, so personally for me, uh, and that's what we shared with, personally for me, I shared with my girls that mom would prefer that when you're in teens, Enjoy the activities and the friendship that you have. Therefore, no dating when you're teens. Uh, but as you enter into your young adulthood, um, that's where, because of the friendship that you have built, you have been more matured. Um, that's where you can begin to consider dating. So you're talking about individual one-to-one -one kind of dating or group dates. So if I'm a 14, 15-year-old, mom, can I go on a group date? Is that allowed? At home, we also define uh, what is a date, right? So for, for such uh, going out in groups, uh, we definitely encourage them and we say that that is not actually a date, but it's really uh, having great friends, uh, having positive, healthy activities, going out to build friendships outdoor, and, and that's healthy for a young person. So when we, so we get the girls to define uh, what is date and we, we get to talk about them. So I shared that, you know, um, uh, dating means you actually wanted to spend more one-to-one -one time with somebody uh, that you will have considered as your future husband or you saw a traits in. So dating and going out with friends are two different things. So feel free, go out. Uh, we always encourage our girls to hang out, uh, to have healthy activities with their friends. And I think it's also important that parents welcome um, 
the, your friends of the children to, to come over to your house. So you get to know them, you can um, get to even understand uh, what uh, are they pursuing, what are their goals. And I think there's also a very uh, healthy space to be in when your, your children and your friends are welcome in your home, uh, in a sense. Um, Percy, most people start dating with the goal of marriage in mind. How did you share about your expectations or your boundaries about dating with your daughters? Such conversation would have to be very intentional. My husband and I, we did talk about this. In fact, uh, when we had our first child, uh, we even start talking about, you know, who will be her future husband? Uh, how will be her hu future husband be like? Okay, we have such conversations at home uh, because we value uh, the importance of marriage and wanted to help our, our girls um, to have um, healthy relationships. So we share our vision and our thoughts and our beliefs about family. We encourage them that when they enter into a relationship, it's something that they have really carefully considered. They would have um, considered what are the values and the characters that they're looking for. So that when they enter uh, into a dating period or when they uh, considered marriage, uh, that is something that they already thought through. So what was their reaction like when they hear you share you know, all these things? It's like, mom, can you stop ready? Or, or is it, mom, I, wow, you know, I really appreciate you sharing all these with me. What, what was your reaction like? Okay, so, so there are spontaneous moments when um, we were very candid about sharing, hey girls, you know, consider, uh, these are some good traits, you know, to consider as you think about your future husband. There were times that it was quite intentional where we planned for it, we have a sit-down conversation. And because we value them as our daughters and we wanted them to have a successful relationship, uh, we will actually have serious conversation about it. Um, the girls are quite open because uh, at home, we often had such candid moments and planned moments and they knew it when daddy say let's have a family meeting and talk about certain things because it's important for you and we uh, we value uh, whoever that you could to uh, share your life with or your life partner yeah i think that's very good that your husband and yourself are very intentional in setting aside those uh, meetings uh, with your children and to discuss on on such things um, you know with all relationships that we may have some may be successful and some may be short-lived so how do you support your daughters in handling relationships that didn't end up as expected? So in our conversation about BGR, about dating, uh, we do talk about what happens when one of them has a breakup. Uh, because we wanted to share with them that um, having a strong relationship, um, having a strong marriage, it requires hard work, it's very intentional. So we don't want to paint them a rosy picture that, you know, that once you have a uh, someone that you like, you know, you're going to get married, you're going to live happily ever after. Um, but we, talk, we did talk about um, the importance of navigating challenges and conflicts. So we do have open conversation where sometimes our girl will tell us, that, hey, mom, um, I have a friend who faced a breakup and I don't know what to do. And that's where we, first of all, you know, listen to her feelings, um, help her how then to... Um, they had conversation with the kids and, and I thought that was a first start and then when it becomes a bit more personal I think that's where they can relate and have that know how to have that conversation uh. so for, for us um, is to listen to their feelings to let them know that we are there for them 
because of my family, uh, because I came from a divorced family, my approach to marriage and relationship um, has uh, taken a different meaning. I, for, as a parent, I felt that it's important for us to believe in the importance of family, to believe in this beautiful image of marriage, and that will help us to navigate uh, even as we get our children in, in this area of successful relationship. So now let's turn to what parents can do, you know, uh, in terms to help our children to have successful relationships. What are some tips you can share with them? Okay, two things. One is have age-appropriate conversations at home. It can be candid and it can be planned. I think that's important because when we have conversation, then the, then the child will know that, hey, that's something that parents value. Uh, it's something safe to talk about and it doesn't have to, uh, and, and they're open to hear my views. So that's what we do. We practice uh, age-appropriate conversations. Uh, two, I think we need to be intentional uh, about it. Uh, it's important to share uh, how you see uh, your expectations, your values, uh, even what you believe about family. So my husband and I, we uh, took opportunity to share with my girls our dating stories, um, how we make certain decisions concerning our marriage and even the area of parenting. In fact, recently, um, we celebrated our 25th anniversary with our children. Mm. We got them to uh, do a hike at, a, at this Sungai Bolo where we actually took our first our, our wedding photos. So it was very interesting. Uh, it, it's very, how, how do I say that? Just imagine with me, when we enter uh, Sungai Bolo, we were then a young couple taking our photo shoot, getting me married. And you know, 25 years later, we're there with our girls. And in between, there's just so much story, so much to navigate, challenges, ups and downs. And just bring our girls there, get, having them celebrate our marriage, we hope to paint that picture, how we weather through our weddings, weather through our marriage, and, and they can see and celebrate whatever victories or challenges that we may have. Mm, that's such a beautiful picture. You know, just being able to bring your daughters to the place where you took your wedding photos. And I think that's something that our listeners, uh, maybe you, you can challenge yourself. Uh, if you have children, uh, you're already starting to, to chat about uh, marriage and relationships. Perhaps you want to share with them your love story. Uh, share with them, the, the, in a sense, the, the, the victories and also the heartaches of, of marriage. Uh, to be real with your children, you know, you don't want to paint them a rosy picture all the time. But, but actually, marriage is not exactly uh, picture perfect, right? And I would say there is no perfect family. But yet, at the same time, be able to uh, discuss this with your children. I think that's a very beautiful uh, picture to have. Were there any challenging conversations, right? You know, when you, you said that we were intentional in having conversations, were there any challenging conversations that you had with your children? Oh, so there were candid uh, moments where they disagree the way they dis okay, for example they disagree with the age that you know we kind of set as a guideline you know so I was quite upfront when I said girls no dating when you're in teens because that is not the life stage you are to be a student enjoy your singlehood enjoy the activities that, that freedoms and that comes with it and they were like, Mom, I may have missing out something because my friends are having boyfriends and why can't I do that? So I think the difficult conversation will be probably in the area of peer pressures where our family share a certain values and 
at the same time, they are just seeing their friends um, doing something that is very different. And they are just saying, why not? Why can't I also have a relationship? Maybe what you say may not be correct. But I guess it's, um, the, conver- uh, the challenges will be when they are comparing with their peers or when they are on social media and when they, when they saw that love story posted and they felt that I think they think it's quite cool. I would like to have someone too. So on one hand, there are children, youth, young adults that say, I would like to be in a relationship, in a dating relationship. But in fact, um, from what we have found out in recent years, there's a phenomenon that young people do not want to be committed in a relationship. In fact, many of them don't even consider marriage. And in fact, they say that um, I, I don't think you know, I will want to be dating. So for parents of such children, how can we encourage our children to build relationships, healthy relationships with people around them? I think it all begins with um, valuing the importance of friendship. If we, if we were to enter a relationship with that uh, mindset that, you know, I, 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 want, to, uh, I want to experience a certain uh, emotions, uh, I want to uh, have a certain fulfillment, I want to be a certain uh, relationship goals, then I think we miss out this importance of how, uh, even before a relationship takes place, the foundation is actually friendship. And that's what we have been encouraging our girls that um, have a healthy re- friendship with even the opposite sex, opposite gender. It may not turn out that eventually this will be the guy they're going to date. But you know what? You're going to have a lot of strong friendships, good friendships with um, friends of opposite gender. Uh, in fact, uh, very interestingly, um, one of my girls, uh, in fact, there was a period when we were talking about uh, boy-girl relationship. And one day, uh, my daughter uh, candidly called me and said, Mom, uh, I have a project team um, that is going to come over to our place for dinner. Is that all right? I said, sure. And when the time comes and when I open the door, oh my gosh, they are like, all of them are guys. And then the grandma was at home and grandma was like, so which one is the boyfriend? You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I would have to tell my grandma, uh, the grandma that, you know, girl, my daughters are learning to build healthy, you know, opposite, uh, healthy relationship with opposite gender doesn't mean every guy that she brings back or every guy that she spent a longer time t- with has to be the boyfriend mm. or she needs to enter into a relationship. Mm. I think that's the confidence that we also want to give to our girls to see beyond um, just that. Mm, it's nice to have someone go for movies or somewhat. So it's really about learning how to navigate your own um, personal identity, having that confidence in building relationships, and also learning from the parents how relationships are done. Um, you know, we're going to end soon. Uh, is it possible for you to share just one thing that you have noticed in your children that they probably glean from your husband and yourself? Uh, one thing we saw and we are quite um, pleased will be um, them navigating uh, relationship with people around them. See, I, I shared earlier in the beginning I'm more of the extrovert. I enjoy having lots of conversations, meeting lots of people. And my husband tends to be opposite. The quiet one, um, more of in actions than in words and always ready to lend a listening ear. So with that, I've seen how my daughters navigate uh, social relationships. Uh, they know when uh, to have a good conversations, uh, uh, reach out to friends. And at the same time, 
uh, they, they are also sensitive when there are someone uh, who needed their one-to-one conversation. So I, I felt that our different personalities and the way my husband and I relate really help our, our daughters to experience or navigate that relationships in interaction with others. So it's okay if your spouse is opposite from you. I think that is a complimentary and, and that really gives the, the, our daughters a balanced world, a balanced view of how uh, yeah, a relationship can, can be established and built on. That's so true, Percy. You know, parents are like a mirror to their children and they are reflecting and learning and observing how you behave and how you relate with one another. And they are just learning so much from you. Thank you, for uh, Percy, for, for joining us today in our Parentet podcast. And we just wish you all the best for your children's uh, relationships and their future marriages as well. Thank you. That's all the time you have on our Parentet podcast. If you have any questions as a parent that can help you, write to us at parentet at family.org.sg. Our counselling support services are available online and you can find out more at www.family.org.sg slash counselling or you can subscribe to our monthly e-newsletter at www.family.org.sg slash subscribe This is Aaron signing off and have a great week with your family.